بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وأصلي وأسلم على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد فقد قال جل وعلا في كتابه بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم من عمل صالحا من ذكر أو أنثى وهو مؤمن فلنحيينه حياة طيبة وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم هجبت النار بالشهوات وهجبت الجنة بالمكاره أو كما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Honorable ulama kiram respected elders, brothers, mothers and sisters that may be listening on the receivers, we start by praising Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, sending peace and salutations upon the noble master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. First and foremost, we should be grateful and thankful to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala for the numerous bounties which Allah has blessed us. And amongst the many bounties which Allah has blessed us, the greatest of that which is the bounty of being amongst the ummah of none other but Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Be rest assured, my brother, the mere fact you are the reciter of this kalima, la ilaha illallah, the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has exceptionally mentioned this in a hadith, man qala la ilaha illallah dakhala al-jannah. That individual that will recite the kalima, la ilaha illallah, he will be able to enter Jannah not through his own purpose, not through his own doings, but rather with the barakat of the kalima. That is why, when the kalima will be presented on the day of Qiyamah, on the scales and the seven heavens and the seven uh, and the entire earth and the entire universe on the other part of the scale. The kalima of the, the kalima la ilaha illallah will weigh out everything. And the reality of this will only come to touch you and I, that our eyes close. Because in Qabr, once we're gone, there's no return. And unfortunately, man tends and lacks to understand that there is no coming back from Qabristan. The reality is we visit the Qabristan perhaps on daily basis. But the reality of death doesn't touch our hearts. These are Allah we have to stand in front of. These are Allah we have to answer to. We tend to forget that. And that is where insan decides to fall short on his amal, on his doings. As far as recognition and the connection with Allah is concerned, he, loses, he tends to lose the touch. And that is where we fall short. We get carried away with everything in this dunya, forgetting there is a akhirah waiting for us. But this kalima, la ilaha illallah, taught us that there is something as qabr, as hashar, as akhirah, as standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and giving hisab. That is why the riwayat is then kanzul ummal, one day the kabila of Muzayna was setting People from the Qabila of Muzayna came to visit the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood up and he mentioned to this entire gathering that was seated there, 
نِعْمَ الرَّجُلُ أَنَا لِشِرَادِ أُمَّتِي I am the best advocate to fight the cases of the criminals of my ummah on that day of Qiyamah when there will be no other advocate to fight the cases of the criminals of my ummah. So a person from the Qabila of Muzayna, he stood up, he said, Ya Rasulullah, I have a question. Anta li shirarihim fakayfa li khayarihim. If you, O Muhammad sallam, are for the evil and the wicked of this ummah, what happens to the best of this ummah? They also require intercession. That is why intercession is something very great on the day of Qiyamah and a means of salvation for every ummati to enter Jannatul Firdaus. The riwayat is there in Mishkat Sharif where Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will come onto the, before the Arsh of Allah, he'll climb on there and he'll fall in sajda, he'll stand up, he'll fall in sajda, he'll stand up, he'll fall in sajda. And this exercise of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will carry out and carry on until the mercy of Allah will call out, Ya Muhammad, O Muhammad, irfa' ra'sak, irfa' ra'sak, lift your head, sal tu'ata, ask, we will grant it to you, washfa'atu shaffa, intercede and we accept your intercession. Now brothers, the point I'm trying to make is, our focus in life is lost. We have lost the focus, our forefathers perhaps did not have so many kitabs around them, perhaps so many, so many ulama around them, but they had a vision. When they came from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, wherever they came from, from different various parts of Africa, be it from any part of the world, when they came to South Africa, their focus and vision and goal was, what's the first thing? Let's put up a masjid. But it was not billions of rands or millions of rand masjid. No. It was a simple masjid. Establish the deen of Allah. That was the goal. Establish the deen of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Today our focus, they didn't have so many ulama. They didn't have so many masajid. They didn't have so many makatib. They didn't have so many, so much of resources as well. What Allah has granted us. Because We tend to forget On the day of Qiyamah Allah Pak will question you and I Both of us we, we all part of it Each man Tap any man Tap any man And ask him to look into his heart To look into To, to point to somebody else Very easy But my brother We all are victims Of our sin The downfall of our sin This morning a person asked me One of the youngsters Say Mufsad, we need to arrange this particular thing and that particular thing and he's give me a whole list because they'll be traveling to Turkey, etc. Allah make it easy for the brothers and sisters in that part of the world. Brothers, Allah Ta'ala save our country from going sans because it's a reality. Quran speaks of it. Earthquakes are reality. Before Qiyamah, Ya Yuhanna Suttaqo Rabbakum. Ya Yuhanna Suttaqo Rabbakum. Oh people, Fear Allah in the Zalzalat al-Sa'ati Shay'un Azim. The tremor of Qiyamah is severe. Yawma tarunaha tadhalu kullu murdi'atin amma arda'at wa tada'u kullu dhati hamlin hamlaha wa taran nasa sukara wa ma hum bi sukara walakinna azab Allahi shadeed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah make it easy on the day of Qiyamah when the tremor of Qiyamah will hit you in sun. The people, people will be running from left to right thinking and if you had to look at them, 
you will regard those people to be intoxicated. But Quran says, وَمَا هُمْ بِسُكَارًا They are not in intoxic, they are not intoxicated. وَلَكِنَّ عَذَابَ اللَّهِ شَدِيدٌ But know and understand, the punishment of Allah is severe. Now imagine small tremors and earthquakes has shaken the world. إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا when the earth will not just go through tremor, but entire earthquake, the entire world will shake. That is Qiyamah. That is Qiyamah. What have you and me prepared for? What have you prepared for our Akhirah? Every single day our focus is, one is pinpointing at each other, second our focus is always, how my brother cannot succeed, whether he's in business, whether he's in his health. We worried of, we've become very selfish. Insan. Insan has become very selfish. Open our hearts for the Ummah. Open our, forgive. Forgive. If you're not in talking terms with your brother for years, go and make mouth. Allah's custom, you ask him, no, Mara, you have no idea what this guy done to me. Mara, ko warso He took my entire warso away. My children have suffered. Mara, I'll catch him on the day of Qiyamah. My brother, you have time to mention that. What about that Fajr Salah that you lost out in your whole life? But on that other hand also, if that other brother who has eaten somebody's haq, he mustn't sit and say, yeah, yeah, I still go for namaz. He doesn't come. He's blaming I ate it up. No, no, no. My brother, you also go and give him his right back. Because you also have to go in the qabr. So it's vice versa. Brothers, we have to stand before Nabi alayhi salam. Before we stand in front of Allah, on the day of Qiyamah, the Nabi of Allah needs to be proud of us as his ummatis. Bottom line. Bottom line. Then our generations to come will be successful. If we have no Allah's khuf in our life, how will our children gain Allah's khuf in their life? It's a reality. It's re- we need to face these are, these things are happening in front of us. People are rushing to Turkey to help others. Very good. We should try and do that to the best. Give our wealth in the path of Allah. But my brother, I have a question. To write a check is very easy. To do an EFT is very easy. Very easy. To give uplang also is very easy. It's one packet. Allah na rasta ma monsab tamar khabar. Mashallah, alhamdulillah, Allah ta'ala, I open my heart. Hum atla lakh hapela chai. Boharu, very nice. Allah accept from you. But five times salawat jamaat lost. What happened to the right of Allah? Zakat? No, we're cutting corners. Kickbacks from the bank? We want to take. Why? Because the bank is giving us kickbacks. We look for easy ways. We involving ourselves in haram and wrong, doing wrong to Allah Pak. On daily basis as a ummah, how Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam will be proud of us? Yet the hadith I mentioned in Kanzul Ummal, the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam goes on to explain: I will fight the cases of the criminals of the of my ummah. What did God does that tell us? That Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam already knew what we knew will be doing. What his ummah will be faced with? He said, "I fear my ummah. I don't fear anything on my ummah. Two things: Bani Israel went through it. What?" <coughs> Woman and wealth. This is what I fear for my ummah. And look at any problem today. If it's not wealth, 
it has to do with power. And power and wealth goes hand in hand. And second is woman. We have lost the plot, brothers. Why are we losing the plot? If I look in my life, am I a good example as a father to my children? Each person think for himself. Each person think to himself. Unfortunately, today we find old age homes. It's a reality of life, but it's not supposed to be the reality of life. Where parents have been thrown away. Why? The children can't look after the father. A good saying, I went through it. It takes a life long for a father to make sure all his children grow up well. It takes life long for a father to make sure that all his children grow well. But it takes, it takes a second for the children to decide the, 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 it takes a second for the children to decide that the father's growth will be unwell. I, I, I never understood it, what they were trying to say. And then I kept on reading it, and then when I visited the Uli Jom, and I still remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ful Marum Uncle Gora Rahmatullah Kabar, he is one of the founder members of in Benoni Muslim Charity Organization back in Johannesburg, in Benoni. <coughs> I was traveling with him, and he took me to the old age home. Now I'm asking him, I say, Uncle Goran, why are we going? They said, Musab, come with me. And as we going, this, on, this was a gravel road. On the gravel road, the Kala was busy pulling her bag and dragging her bag. And she's walking. I just seen her auntie in a cloak, far away. But you can see it's an elderly auntie. And there was a car coming from the other side from the farm where the old age home is. And they happened to reach to her first and anyway they put her in the car and they took her away. When we reached there we visited everyone. Before we left, the management uncle Bai Marum also rahmatullah he was there. I asked him, I said I have a question. So Angora turned around and said, I know what Musab wants to ask. I said, Gee Angora, what do you want? What do you think I want to ask? He said, You want to know what happened to that color? I said, Yes. I want to know what happened with that color. That Kala, her son left her on the main road. Told her, take a walk down the road. It's not far from here, Ma. I have to rush for a meeting. She was still busy making dua for her son. But the son never showed up. I queried after that. What by Marum Rahmatullah He told me, he said, the son never showed up, Mufti Sab, even after her death. Now what I'm asking is, are we chasing dunya so much that we've forgotten where our akhirah starts? وَلَا تَقُلْ لَهُمَا Quran says, don't even say off to your parents. Those youth, oh youth, if Allah has given your parents, value them. Allah's qasam, the day they knock here, you will find yourselves sinking and you will have nowhere to turn. Look after your parents. Go and ask their father, he may have told you something. Your mother may have told you something. Go and ask for ma. Turn back to Allah. Remember, we want the intercession of Muhammad Wasallam. Bottom line, bottom line, we all are full of sin. So a person from Muzaina stood up, he asked Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, 
Muhammad if you are for the evil and the wicked of this ummah, then what happens to the pious of this ummah? Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, Khayaru ummati yadkhuluna al-jannata bi'a'malihim. Khayaru ummati yadkhuluna al-jannata bi'a'malihim. Wa shiraru ummati yantadhiruna shafa'ati. My sahaba have nothing to argue about. The pious of this ummah have nothing to worry about. Why? Quran also mentions Allah, Allah, listen, listen, Allah, pay attention, Allah, inna awliya Allahi la khawfun alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. The friends of Allah, the friends of Allah have nothing to worry. Why? There is no, no, no sadness that overpowers them. Why? They are connected to Allah. If this ummah could come to that level, when a calamity befalls on this ummah, so I was mentioning this morning, this youngster asked me this question. He's telling me, he says, Mufsab, if what happens if, if we plan this and get this kind of help to Turkey and that and that? I said, Bay, mashallah, Allah reward you for intention. Whichever organization you, or, or you affiliated with, and you're going, just make sure everything is discharged correctly and go do your work with the good intention that you are going. All I need to tell you is, at the time of Sahaba, in Khilafat of Umar ibn al-Khattab, exactly of two minutes, Murana warned me, 40 Mufsab, make sure you finish up, you mustn't go longer than that. So anyway, so at the time of Khilafat of Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu ta'ala an, Umar radiallahu anhu was busy with Khilafat issues. Brothers, we need to understand, what I'm trying to say is how we've lost the plot. Umar radiallahu anhu is beloved, he's involved in Khilafat issues. A, vol- a volcanic eruption takes place where there's a whole blast and there's lava flowing all over on the outskirts of Medina. They run to Umar ibn al-Khattab and they say, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, we have a problem. What happened? He says, no, there's lava flowing and there's a problem. It's coming towards Medina to Munawwara. Umar radiallahu said, listen to me, listen to me. I'm very busy with Khilafat issues. Go to this particular Sahabi. Look at, look at, look at the, the focus of Sahaba and they knew each other's spirituality level. They didn't point, pinpoint fingers also to each other. But look at how they worked. Go to this particular Sahabi, give him my salam and tell him Umar has said that you must go and deal with the issue of this volcanic eruption, whatever it took place. Brothers, we're talking of flowing lava. It could destroy Madinatul Munawwara. They didn't even have technology to the level what we have. The group runs to, to that particular Sahabi. If I'm not mistaken, it was Abdullah ibn Mas'ud or Abu Yub ibn Sadi. I've minced myself with the names of Sahaba. But anyway, they run to that particular individual Sahabi and they to give him the Pegam and the message of Umar. And he goes there where lava is flowing down and stands up and lifts his hands and cries and begs to Allah. Allah makes it such that the lava goes into the ground back and everything is dry. Why this Ummah cannot do the same? Why we can't do the same? Allah has given us the Musallah. Allah has given us Quran. Allah has given us Hadith. Allah has given 
sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We tend to argue for everything. Nowadays, even if there's something of deen happening, we have to try and justify it with this in Quran. We've lost the plot. We need to come back to Quran and Hadith. That is where the focus of Sahaba was. And what was that? Akhirah. Quran turns you to Akhirah. Quran turns you to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Brothers, I'll complete the Hadith and I'll complete the day after. So the Nabi of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, My Sahaba have nothing to worry about. خيار أمتي يدخلون الجنة بأعمالهم والشرار أمتي ينتظرون شفاعتي and the evil and the wicked of my ummah will be waiting for my intercession they'll be waiting for my intercession والشرار أمتي ينتظر إلا أنها مباحة يوم القيامة لجميع أمتي Allah has made it possible that I will intercede for the entire ummah of mine يوم القيامة لجميع أمتي Besides that individual who will speak ill of my sahaba, ashabi kan nujum, My sahaba are like guiding stars. Pick up any one of them's life and tend to follow. You'll be not just righteously but rightfully also guided. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire one and all. Wama alayna illa al-balagh. Subhanallah wa bihamdik. Subhanakallahu wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk. Wa sallillahu wa sallam ala sayyidah Muhammad wa ala alayhi wa sallam.